What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Daisy J, and I'm here with another What's Up Wednesday. It's your girl, Daisy J. Really, nigga? Oh my God, y'all, we're back at it again. This is the finale, season finale, season three finale. Oh my God, it's happening. We are 20 episodes deep into season three. First of all, thank you guys for tuning in and showing me so much love throughout this season, bearing with the ups and downs. I can't believe like we fucking made it. <laughs> like we're here okay so so much shit to talk about um so many people to shout out <sighs> season three was a rocky start for me um it was the beginning of something new but it was also closing an old chapter um i lost friendships um, you know what I'm saying? Um, before embarking on to season three and um, business partners and the whole nine yards. Um, and there was a big seed of doubt planted because um, when I started this podcast, I started it strong, of course. Um, and I had, you know, my team with me. And, you know, you go through ups and downs in a business or whatever, but I never thought that it would be to the point where I'm not dealing with these people anymore and that, um, you know, I'm growing and opening new doors without them. Like, I didn't see that in my future, but we always say that God has a funny sense of humor and God is hilarious. God is dope. Um, but he like he really flipped it on this one. OK, I'm going to say that because most of the people that I'm very close with, they will say, oh, my God, we knew you could do it. You know, you're very entrepreneurial. Um, you know what your vision is. And we seen you doing it by yourself anyway. But um, for me, it was like I wanted certain people in my corner because of one, they had like a certain type of experience. But two, they knew me. You know what I'm saying? So I felt like it wasn't going to be a yes man situation and that we, you know, we could navigate shit and get the job done. And so far, so good. But season three on my own was definitely a test on um, whether or not I was going to run it, you know, again. But I'm here to say that we are definitely going to do a season four <laughs> and a five and a six and whatever, because quitting is not an option. You know, there will be obstacles. There will be challenges, but we're not fucking stopping. Demand a better me is going to continue to grow and it's going to go into these new changes. Season four, dating with Daisy is going to be everything. Some epic moments, man. Like... I cannot wait. So we're going to go on a hiatus for three weeks and just stay posted on our social media. We have a Demanded Better Me Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter page that you can go to for information about upcoming shows, all that whole nine yards. So of course, I'm going to keep you guys updated um, during the hiatus until we get everything together. So that's just three weeks. That's just three weeks. Okay. Your girl just needs a break. That's it. That's all. <laughs> and it gives me time to open doors for other things that I'm going to talk about later in the show. Now, let's get into this insecure season finale, baby. Baby. 
Did you have some tissues? Because I was crying, okay? So it starts off um, with uh, Issa and Lawrence. Lawrence got the job, so he will be moving to San Francisco. Issa's so happy and she's in her happy bubble, you know, like life is good. She got her nigga back, you know, the love of her life. And she, you know, sees the light at the end of the tunnel. Everything is just rainbows and gumdrops and oh, you know, we're happy. The vibe is there. The energy is there. Like, yes, good positive vibes flow. Okay. So... All that good stuff is happening and they discuss, you know, will they be able to do a long distance relationship? And she's like, yeah, if everything goes good, you know, I might might even consider moving to San Francisco, which I think is dope. You know, that means that the relationship is truly growing and that she really wants to make things better. But we already knew that like back in, I believe, season two, um, the end of season two, how she saw her future and everything with him. Like, I'm glad that she was able to get back with him. Okay. Now, Molly's ass, unfortunately, Molly and Andrew look like they broke up, you know, and mainly because it's the point that I've been making the whole season. Molly is fucking selfish. And she can only see one side of the situation, you know? So Andrew called her out on her shit and it's not looking too good for them. Then Issa meets up with Nate. Now, last week I told y'all how Nate told Issa about him being bipolar is the reason why he left her and all that shit. And he apologized for talking shit about Lawrence and he just wants them to be able to be friends, which I think in season five, it's going to bring out some shit. And what I mean by that is that it's going to season five, I think, is going to open up with Nate trying to get Issa back. OK, just 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 quote me on this. OK, um, watch. That's what's going to happen in season five because they did get picked up. Shout out to Issa Rae. You dope girl. You everything. They got picked up for a fifth season. So. It's about to be lit, okay? Okay, now back to the episode. Also during this whole episode, Amanda Seals' character, um, who actually recently had a baby, and she's married and shit, she goes through like this postpartum, which, who child, I've been there before, but my postpartum experience was totally different. Um, I felt like nobody could take care of my child the way I could, and so I would not allow her to be around certain people family members all that shit like I was just very me and my baby was tethered okay like nobody could hold her none of that shit my mom was like the only person that I trusted with my oldest baby when I had her um with my youngest daughter I didn't necessarily go through postpartum and I think it's because I had my husband at the time as a support system so he kind of took the ease away when it came to that shit like it never don't like no parts postpartum ever like fell on me like he was very attentive to me you know and I talk about that all the time like I remember being pregnant and how like the last trimester um my ex-husband he just if I had a fucked up sleep pattern he was with the shits like he, I remember him making like this dope ass palette for me because I my our bed became very uncomfortable because you know, the closer you get to dropping the baby, um, the more you know uncomfortable it is for your body. And so he like had all these pillows and blankets and stuff, 
And that was the most comfortable shit. I can't, I'm not going to lie. And he got down there with me, you know what I'm saying? So like I said, he went through the pregnancy with me, even though um, that wasn't his child. He, he was so dope. So, so, so dope. So anyways, um, back to the episode. So yeah, she went through postpartum. She felt like she had to get away. She literally ran away, got a hotel room and she just didn't want to be like that person because she was always like this perfect patty. And this baby was like the most, doing the most for her. So she was very transparent with her husband and they were figuring shit out. Now, the latter part of this episode, Lawrence comes to talk to Issa because he's spoken with Condola, the bitch's back. Okay, y'all. Condola has dropped a bomb on Lawrence. Condola is pregnant. And so Lawrence came back and told Issa that Condola is pregnant. They showed everything. This dude was like, why do you want to keep it? Like, it was so emotional. And Issa was like in shock because her world has come to a crumble. And I can see where she's coming from because, like I said previously, she wanted a future with Lawrence. Like, no matter who she dated, fucked around with, whatever... Lawrence was her guy you know that's who she saw herself being married to that's who she saw herself having kids with and this woman comes Condola and she pretty much takes away her first you know what I'm saying and I don't see Lawrence as a whole ass nigga I feel like he'll be there for the baby and Condola even though Condola said you know he can do whatever he needs to do whether he's gonna be a part of baby life or not he, you know, the baby's going to be taken care of. And I'm just like, Ugh. but they also insinuated that she wasn't ready to have kids with her ex-husband. So I believe she had an abortion. And so he was kind of like leaning towards that too. But she's like, she wants to keep it. And it's her decision and all this shit. Crazy ass shit. I cried like a baby for Issa because it's so fucked up. You were so close. I feel like, you know, of course, it'll be emotional and it'll be a lot to deal with. But I feel like Issa should stay with Lawrence because even though, okay, we've seen this in the game when Janae got pregnant by Darwin and, you know, Darwin and Melanie was trying to work that shit out. They worked their shit out. You know, it's going to take some counseling, transparency, conversation. They can definitely work that shit out. Even I've been through this situation before where somebody you really love and you think that, you know, eventually one day y'all will get back together and you'll work out your bullshit and it doesn't happen that way. And then you might have like a glimmer, just a small little glimmer, you know, of a moment. And then the shit bomb comes and fucks it all up. But I feel like if communication was more effective that situation would have worked out perfectly in my book you know i know i feel like with Issa and them it'll work out too because outside of the whole baby situation they have a good thing going they were able to sit down as adults talk out their issues and come back together as a couple and work things out communication is key so I feel like they'll be able to move forward. I'm looking forward to season uh, season five. I feel like it's going to be dope as hell. Y'all know I love me some Issa Rae. Please go check out Lovebirds on Netflix. I've watched it four, ta- four times. I know my home, my bestie, she done watched it a couple of times herself. It's it's a good-ass comedy. You know, I guess we some dry-ass people who like dry comedy. But the comedy, it was good. It, it was fucking good. And Issa, that's my girl. But girl, please come back rapping. Come rap some more. I know you feel like you done grew 
grew out of the whole rapping in the mirror shit. But that's dope to me because I talk to myself in the mirror. Yes, I just admitted to talking to myself in the mirror. Moving on. Let's talk about how these dudes are playing these games. Okay, so y'all know I'm out here dating. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Trying to get my life together. Um, Everything to me is just a checklist. Like everything, you know, I got the dope job. I got the dope kids. I got the dope house. I got the dope ass house. I love my house. I got the dope car. You know, I just don't have the dope nigga. Like I really, I be trying, you know? So I'm out here on these dating apps, you know, doing the whole dating thing. And I've met some pretty decent prospects until this one motherfucker. Okay. He portrayed that he was this dope dude. You would have thought that the pages of my manifestation book came together and molded this nigga because he was exactly what I've been trying to manifest. Okay. The only thing is when you're manifesting, you have to manifest protection. Like you just can't manifest what you want. Like you have to put some type of protection in there because manifesting is praying okay you're praying you know you're i don't care what religion you are you you, this is you praying basically if you're doing it you're practicing prayer because you're putting together your wants and your needs and your desires and you're heavily thinking about them at you know whatever it is uh that you're wanting it's like a heavy thought um, you're staying positive about this particular thought because you want it to come into fruition. That's prayer. You know what I'm saying? And that's how I do it. I'll light my sage and I'll go through, you know, um, the things that I am grateful for and thankful for. And then I also go through, you know, what I'm looking for, need, want, all of that. You know, y'all know I want land. You know, this house just ain't it. Like, I want land and I want to build, you know, I want to have a farm and all this shit. So this dude, he was checking up all the lists. But I say, you know, to put to do a prayer protection in this whole manifestation thing because just like God is listening, the devil is listening, okay? Not to get all, you know, sanctified on you, but this is real shit. And so this nigga was the devil. I'm, I kid you fucking not, because what I couldn't unravel about this person was why would you set up, you know, and be this dope person one day and then the next day, it's like you bipolar. And then I have to remember, he's a Gemini. He's missing, you know, he's not a twin. So he's missing his other half. So you know how Gemini is, it's supposed to be two of them. And it was it's just one. So he dealing with double the emotion, okay? And he kind of shut down on me. And I tried to be there for him and communicate. But he was just an oddball, period. He's <clears throat> he's just an odd individual. Even my friend, she was like, you're tripping and, you know, give this nigga a chance and come to find out. She was like, girl, you wasn't tripping. Something is wrong with that motherfucker. And I was like, see, so um, this is the thing. Don't waste nobody's time. If you're not looking for a relationship, don't entertain someone that is. You know what I'm saying? Because I could have been a crazy bitch and I could have did some shit to this motherfucker. <laughs> like, 
I think about that like you have like nigga I know where you live like you know what I'm saying like if I was fucking psycho I could have done a bunch of shit to you you know just because you played with my feelings you cannot play with people's feelings this is how I deal with people online if you don't like if you say something I don't like the whole point in these apps especially tinder they have shit where you can unmatch and they'll say why you can say for inappropriate language you can say you know no reason at all um whatever it is other and you could type out a whole little you know essay of why this person is not good for you and you know whatever and keep it moving block they ass and keep it moving but i don't play with people's feelings like i don't let you get so wrapped up into me and then you expose me for bullshit and then you feel played like no that's that's not how I do that okay be careful be careful about how you handle people because this is a getting to know you situation so you have to be careful about what you're doing what you're saying how you're saying all of that shit take heed to that shit when you are online dating that's all I'm saying um and that's that. That's all I want to speak on with that situation because I want to continue the conversation about manifesting because this whole be Simone situation, like, um, where do I begin? It's two different things that's going on. The whole nine to five nigga thing and then the whole her uh, manifestation book. I don't know this woman. I'm not friends with her. Um, ironically, we went to the same high school. I don't remember her. It was pretty fucking big, whatever. I'm just saying this. Um, as far as the manifestation book thing was concerned, I watched, um, how Twitter like ate her alive over the weekend. And I also watched her, uh, her video that she put up, I guess it was yesterday, day before yesterday, whatever, um, saying that she let her, she let a firm put the book together and she trusted that her team, you know, vetted them and all of this stuff. Look, if you're putting your name on shit, you have to take accountability for that shit. I don't give a fuck if you got a manager. I don't give a fuck if you have a book expert, a manifestation expert. You have to pay attention to the shit you're doing. I watched her go back and forth from China or Korea, wherever, to get her lip glosses, you know, lip gloss line set up and stuff like that, and how she wanted it a certain kind of way. I think she was over there for like two weeks, you know, at a time, getting her shit together. The same energy that you put into the lip glosses is the same energy you should have put into the manifestation book. I really feel like it was just a come up situation. I don't. I don't feel like she was really like when she says she didn't pay attention. I believe that shit. I believe that she did not pay attention. And she was just like, alley-oop, this going to be a quick meal. And it was a quick ass million. And then come to find out you, it was plagiarism. And now you're reaching out to these authors when really all you had to do was put a shout out or whatever it is, you know. Or even change the shit around. Like, girl, girl, <laughs> baby girl. Like, what the fuck? Have you, did you not go to college? Like, I'm not going to lie, y'all. There was moments in college, you know, I probably didn't 
I probably, you know, didn't do my paper on time and I needed to like put some shit together. But do you think I, I went out there? I got the shit. I quoted where I got it from. I put my little two cents on there, turn this shit in. Boom. You got a B plus. I was not like, you know, I wasn't plagiarizing the shit. I didn't put word for word. I just put, you know, hey, this is reference from such, such, such and such. How hard is it to do that? Like, all quick money ain't good money. My grandmother taught me that. All that quick, fast, no. Hard earned, yes. I get that you want to be a millionaire and you want a certain type of status and you want to be able to take care of your family because, baby, who don't? You know, I always talk about how I want to have a legacy for my daughters and I want them to have a certain type of lifestyle. I'm already, everything that I speak into existence that I manifest, they're getting. Now, it might not be the level of coin that I want them to be getting it at, but baby, they getting it, you know? I said, because I can reflect on my life, how my mom, what was me and my sister, she wanted the same shit. She wanted us to have a good life. She wanted us, you know, not to live in the hood and, you know, to have a chance, you know what I'm saying, in life. And baby, we everything and then some, you know what I'm saying? Even the people I fuck with, we everything and then some. My friends, my best friend, baby, Honey, honey, we on a mission. You know, speaking of the other podcast that I'm a part of, the Fire Friday Sessions, baby, let me tell you, that's a golden nugget. We sitting on a, a golden nugget, just ready to do all of these new and great and amazing things. 2021 going to be, baby, 2021 going to be lit as fuck. Do you hear me? Okay, I'm just hype and I can't say too much, but oh. First of all, just thank God. Thank you. I give glory to God for everything. Like all of this stuff that's about to happen. Thank you, God. Because you look, you looked out. You looked out. You know what I'm saying? Like right when I was about to quit. Right when I was about to turn it. Just forget it. Fuck the man in the bed of me. Fuck all this shit. You stepped right into this and you just like, nope. You're not quitting that easily. No, you're not giving up. This is everything you wanted. I'm giving you everything you wanted. Now you want to quit? What the hell? Like, no, nah, I ain't quitting. But to be Simone, baby, baby girl, you're going to have to get it together. Like, your team, you want to fire your manager. Your manager is trash if she lets you sit out here and plagiarize a whole fucking book, book just for a quick coin. Because, yes, you made money, but we know she made money, too. Girl, ain't no fucking way. Ain't no fucking way that my people can come to me with some bullshit and like, oh, yeah, and they didn't vet the shit. Even right now, me and my other business partner, we are going through, we look through shit every day like, nope, that's not going to work. Even the second podcast I'm part of. Right now, we are the Friday Fire Session, but we've currently been trying to research names. Get, did you hear what I said? Research names. Because God forbid we come out with a name, somebody already got it, and then they're already on Google, Spotify, and all of that shit, and then we try to do it, then they're going to try to sue it. No. You learn from other people's mistakes. It's 2020. Plagiarism is real. Like It's easy to pull up a book or a quote from somebody online. The nerve of you. And then it wasn't like, not to make this like a black white situation, but girl, you stealing from your own people, girl, girl, Mm -mm. when you know better, you do better. You know what I'm saying? And this is a learning experience for her. Don't cancel her y'all. I mean, she got that hustle in her heart, which is awesome. 
But, baby, about lessons is a taught lesson. Now that you done got your lesson, I hope you learn from this shit. Now, this nine to five dude shit that you was talking about, how you want your dude to be entrepreneur, girl, you might want to rethink that. Like, he might, he probably should be a nine to five dude because that's a guaranteed check because it's money that you about to pay out to all of these authors that you stole from. Yeah. You might want to rethink that particular course of action. That's all I'm saying. Okay, so to end season three, one of my dope-ass friends wrote me a poem. Hey, love you. Thank you so much for doing this. Um, They don't go by a name, but they write some dope-ass poetry. I appreciate you. I will be reading the poem, so here it goes. New beginnings caused by old endings. The closing of one door has led to the opening of another for you to venture and go further. Take those past lessons with you so as situations arise, you know how to stand tall and not allow them to be your demise and fall. There will be times you want to go back. Be strong. Don't fall for that old game and what's his name. Stay sane, maintain, and continue creating your own lane. There's a reason the old was left behind. The new is the opportunity and the time to shine. New beginnings caused by old endings. The closing of one door has led to the opening of another for you to venture and go further. Shout out to everybody that has been supporting Demanding a Better Me since day one, that has believed in me, pushed me, let me cry on your shoulder, gave me advice, show ideas, came on the show and participated. You are everything. You are dopeness personified. Like, I appreciate the love, the energy. Everything that you guys have spoken into me, like try not to get emotional because you know I can cry. Just thank you. And I look forward to new business, all these new opportunities. Shout out to my boy Ken with the Fire Friday sessions. Man, we doing a damn thing. Nothing but greatness will come out of that situation. Nothing but greatness is going to flow into season four, y'all. Please, please stay tuned to all of my social media posts. Like season four, I try to tell y'all, it's going to be groundbreaking for Demanding a Better Me. It was a fucked up ending for Issa, you know what I'm saying, with the whole thing. But I'm hopeful, just like I'm hopeful for myself. I am going to do my best to not plant another seed of doubts that whoever is out there for me, he coming. It's just going to take some patience, you know. But I'm going to date. And I'm definitely going to tell y'all about these dating experiences. So get ready for season four, Dating with Daisy. I'm going to have a, some dope co-hosts, okay? Some dope-ass co-hosts coming through. We got a lot of shit to talk about. Because dating during quarantine in 2020, it's been an experience. And it's just it just hasn't been an experience for me, okay? 
again thank you so much for all the love support the dope energy that you guys send me the prayers that you guys send me let's continue to manifest great things but also manifest your protection please remember you are necessary you are needed and if you need someone to talk to, reach out to me, call, text, DM, whatever, because I would rather you contact me than me to read about you on Facebook or Instagram as an R.I.P. Okay, Black Lives Matter forever and always. Please continue to stay protected out there in these streets. I will holler at y'all in three weeks. As always, it's your girl, Daisy J, the Quarantine Bay, and I'm definitely Demanding a better me. Over and out.